0: Are you looking for more to podcast? Tune into Yogi Doc's Medical Mystery Monday, where we discuss our true crime series on how medicine could be a very bloody and mysterious business. Ever wonder why they keep telling you what stage of cancer someone's in and why that even matters? And what does this mean for their prognosis or treatment? On this episode, we're going to discuss the basics of cancer staging and treatment.
1: Everyone is welcome. Let's get thriving.
0: Hey there. Ever wish you were friends with an occupational therapist or even a medical doctor? Well, you're in luck Welcome to your dose of Thriving Tuesday with Yogi Doc, where we dive into anything and everything from lifestyle topics to legit research. This podcast is for educational purposes only, so make sure that you check with your own healthcare provider. And with that being said, be ready to get inspired, get candid, and get thriving with a holistic twist of medicine. Stay tuned and grab that cup of coffee or a cup of tea because the time has come, friends. I'm your hostess, thriving with the mostest, occupational therapist, Dr. Tiffany. And on this ride of life by my side is my co-host and physician, Dr. Shaz. So say goodbye to surviving because it's time that we start thriving. Ah. For one second can you just not act like a toddler <laughs>
1: it's my job
0: no it's not your, your job is to be a, a doctor not a toddler stop annoying me <laughs> he loves to poke at me
1: and try to tickle me
0: and pretty much anything that annoys me
1: it's not even tickling so it's not just like take my finger <sighs> and poke her in the armpit oh my
0: god that's so annoying it's so annoying. And then I'm like super, super meticulous and super, super sensitive. So it's like, just kills me. And I'm over here like trying to get things normal. I don't know. Consider it a compliment. Okay. I'll
1: consider it a compliment. I okay. think that if your man wants to know you, it means he's... He's what? Interested. And he wants
0: to mm-hmm. just show you
1: affection. Mm-hmm.
0: Ah! <laughs> Stop that <laughs> I'm trying to focus. All right. Well, how was your week?
1: It Was good. It yeah. Is. The weather's better now. I like that.
0: Weather's better now. I like that. It's cool in the morning. That's it. So you have it's to be not, like up before eight a.m. It's degrees though, so it's. I guess for anyone who doesn't know, we're in Las Vegas, by the way. Um, coming to you from live in Las
1: Vegas. Yeah. Don't do that again.
0: Okay. Well, in general. <laughs> Yeah, so like if you get up before eight a.m., like you might be lucky that it will be like in the seventies or something, but it's not oh, totally. No. I'm from Arizona, so I'll take even eighties. Like that's amazing. Yeah. Well, I want to throw a shout out out to a reviewer. I don't know if you've seen this yet, so um, shout out all day long. Proudly a dad is the username that was used, but we have an awesome review on our Apple Podcast. So shout out to Proudly a Dad, like anybody out there who leaves us an awesome review. Just know you're going to get an amazing shout out. We really appreciate it. Appreciate it. it. Yeah. I mean, they highly recommend us. And they love our storytelling. I like it. We got fans.
1: Well, we are good storytellers, so. Yeah.
0: Well, as long as you're not annoying me, right?
1: That comes with the package. (laughs) I'm sorry.
0: All right ladies out there you feel my pain you feel my pain right so i mean shout out to that and then um like hey you were watching the um game last sunday i know your team didn't do well but um well they did well they were close but they didn't win i guess but winning isn't all that it's about but are there any other games that brought big attention
1: winning is what it's all about First, Um, first of all. That's why you keep score. It's about fun. I, I don't believe in participation trophies. I don't believe. Yeah, and, I definitely don't believe I don't in believe participation in that stuff. Trophy. No,
0: no. And we're gonna get a bunch of haters the, on that requirement. Requir- for like sure. Them, like, then what do you? What do you? What, yeah, no.
1: I'm I mean, look, you study hard to, to, to take a test to do well. That's called winning. You study in high school to do well in the ACT or, or SAT. That's called winning. You go to yeah, a, but
0: you gotta have like your personal wins. <clears throat> you, you get personal wins I, are different get get than like, scholarships
1: for college, I believe school. That's called winning. You know, all right all right all right all right
0: okay i agree you're competitive
1: over here i know
0: i agree I mean, medicine's I, very I, competitive like there's a lot of things we're I trained as doctors
1: enough. to be competitive you know we're competitive in our, in our scores we're competitive in, in our boards we're competitive that's what gets you a good residency and then when you have a patient that's sick you have to be competitive because you have to beat the disease you know you're yeah. fighting so like i'm very competitive okay i know you know that too i love competing against you yeah I I'm very competitive I'll, I'll eat I can compete at dinner with you every day I finish the dinner first every every time I'm like 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 like, a, like you a hum- eat
0: like you've never seen food
1: like a like an animal left in the wild yep yeah. and they oh stumble goodness. upon you for the first day you betcha oh my God too much
0: well I was talking about how your football games were going but good to know how competitive you are in every aspect of the world you know all right all right, all right. <clears throat> so back to like what we're here about today so I oh, always yeah, have a podcast. Yeah, and there's like a topic and a and a realm and a and a place that we're going. You know, I asked about your week and you didn't even ask about mine. I was
1: getting there. I was getting there. How um, was your how was your week?
0: Well, I mean oh I tried it. I tried something new this week <laughs> that I never tried before. It's called a fire and ice facial. And they like Yeah. I see. That your doesn't face. even sound comfortable. Uh I can't Wait, say are, that it was comfortable. comfortable. Are they supposed to be? Well, sometimes they could be relaxing. Not really, though, because then there's like points where they like poke at you and, like, to get the blackheads out and stuff. It's, so you
1: can't sleep during a facial. It's
0: not really. Yeah, I can't say it's that comfortable a lot of the times. Um, but it's relaxing when they like massage your face. But like this fire and mm-hmm. eyes was like the idea is like it's like a laser facial, and then they like put a cooling mask on afterwards. <laughs> and like um, the place that I have gone to. Um, I don't know if it was for my birthday or for something that they had offered me this free fire and ice And I've just never scheduled it. And I don't know if it was part of my package or whatnot So I finally just like broke down and scheduled it and I will say like I mean I kind of enjoyed it, but I can't say it's
1: so, so you recommend that place to people
0: I, I Don't know. I feel like I'm back and forth on the facial things. I know we watched something Oh, funny too. Wasn't it on Bill Nye that we watched it? I've been Bil- talking. Bill Nye's about- back with I've been watching a lot of Bill Nye lately, as our followers should know. But um yeah, he—they did a whole thing about like what facials were good, and they did say that lasers did have good like um, scientific. Like, you guys remember of Bill Nye, Nye the science
1: guy? Like, it's back on, on Netflix.
0: Yeah, Netflix. And
1: it's called else Bill now.
0: Nye Saves the World. Saves the world. Yes. Check it out. He does, man. Because science is what's at. <laughs> but. <clears throat> Yeah, in general. Um, they do say like lasers one of the I always heard that hydrofacials get away from tickling me. I was <laughs> I'm gonna have resting to sit you finger. on the other side. I was
1: my armpit.
0: Yeah. Well, back to my hydrofacials that I was trying to tell you about. So I've always heard like great responses with that, which I thought were gonna be good, like being out here in Vegas with it being dry. But I was surprised to find out in that Vill Night Show that the hydrofacials aren't really living up to the hype Is it it's like really spring,
1: spring water and lotion on your face
0: uh, yeah I guess it's not that they were just like yeah it's like a scrub it's it's fine you don't really I don't know so I was that was a little disappointing because hydrofacials like they easily run two hundred three hundred dollars like maybe even more like easy
1: I mean I didn't see that coming I mean you can get a bottle of water and dip and dip, <laughs> and dip with paper towel in it if you want yeah and...
0: I mean, facials in general are expensive. So that's why I was excited that the fire and ice was free. And if it's free, it's for me. Fair enough. Yes. So I signed up for that. So that was pretty much my week. Like that was like the highlight of my week. How boring is that? I mean, we do have some like other exciting stuff, but that's like for Yogi Docs. Like followers are going to have to tune in for the next couple weeks to find out some of our surprises we have coming out. Oh, and you know what else I learned this week? it's not just breast cancer awareness month this month it's also down syndrome awareness it, month. Is. it is
1: we forget and, that and, yeah october is for other things as well but. and
0: i think we forget about it a lot because we always think of like down syndrome day which is like sometime in the spring area-ish i don't know exactly but you wear like mit- mismatched socks on those days but like we forget that it's down syndrome month as well And so Yogi Doc, me and you, and some friends and some teams were getting together to do the Buddy Walk this year. I just found out about the Buddy Walk. So it's, uh, we're definitely kind of signing up for it on a little bit of a later end. So we're going to be pushing for fundraising for it for sure. Um, I did just post like the link for it on um, our social media, but I'll also post it in the description here too. If you want to help raise some funds for our walk but we will be there it's literally this week we don't really have much time to prepare for it we only have a few days but uh we're gonna be walking to support that's a gym awareness
1: do you like get conditioned or what
0: what do you mean get conditioned
1: i don't know, like go run stairs or like go lift weights or something it's
0: a walk around an outdoor mall
1: but well, we gotta win
0: no <laughs> <laughs> i uh, i'm a sloth in that particular manner I will be walking in my typical sloth like manners so you can try to win. Do sloths walk? Uh right? I mean is it or they only go by their arms. I don't know. Maybe I don't walk. I don't know. I
1: believe that. <laughs>
0: okay. But yeah, so point is I have uh you know we're doing the buddy walk and I'm kind of like excited about that because When I was a kid growing up, my mom used to wake me up so early in the morning and I used to be like, ugh, like, you know, like a kid, you don't want to be woken up like that early in the morning, even when you're a teenager and stuff. And she used to always take me on like these walks for like the American Cancer Society or the Heart Association and blah, blah, blah. And we had like so many of these like charity walks we went through and we raised money and we, I used to do this all the time growing up with my mom. So I'm like really excited that Yogi Doc gets to continue the tradition. So that'd be kind of cool. Huh? I think so. Yeah. So that'd be great. But, uh, so that was my exciting week. So thanks for asking.
1: I did ask <laughs> Just for the record.
0: <sighs> yes. This time we'll see, but talking about things to ask, like one of the questions I get quite often from clients, is like when I was a nurse and as an OT, um, I always get asked like, what does, their stage of cancer mean right when somebody gets first diagnosed with cancer the doctor gives them like all of the information but it's so overwhelming sometimes and it's just so much to process all at once and and sometimes you're just in such shock that sometimes by time they have registered it like their nurse or the ot they look at them and they're like wait what just happened what does this mean like i don't know what happened what's going on so that's kind of what this podcast is going to be about is giving like the basics, but I mean, of course, if you are newly diagnosed with cancer, you need to go over this with your specific healthcare provider who knows you and knows your information, your lab work, your where you're at, what's going on with you. But just for anybody who is, you know, a caregiver or like in the general public who has friends and, and just kind of learning about it, this might give you a little bit of a basic understanding. To kind of grasp that
1: um, the more we know the better we'll understand and that's why you know you know, that's why we need to screen you know how to support people around us you know our, our loved ones our, people that are close to us and really you know what kind of questions to ask
0: that's right that's the important part is like you know it does help you gather the qu- the questions to ask your provider so knowledge is definitely power because like what the fuck cancer what the fuck <laughs> right so like, I ar- I already have a little bit of a side note.
1: How can you already have a side note when we haven't started the main? I note?
0: know, I know, it's my ADD kicking oh, in. Goodness. But again, back to Bill Nye. There was Bill no- Nye is never gonna be a side note, but um, well, I just never knew that this was a thing. But he had on his ep- one of his episodes a mathematical oncologist. Did you know that that was a specialty?
1: There, it's like a, it's like a statistical. Of, yeah, I did. I did.
0: Well, they like they compare like mathematical equations built from patient data f- to understand like the basics of biology, so that they can understand more about cancer and how yeah, to it's like that. a
1: it's like a biostat specialty. That's what yeah,
0: it. yeah. And that's yeah. so cool that that's a specialty. So that's really awesome.
1: Well, anyone that missed our part, you know, our part one episode where we discuss what cancer is or how to screen for it and kind of you know what the risk factors are involved, make sure you go back and you know have, have a listen to it.
0: Yeah, of course, definitely check back and it's totally worth it because on there, we did share a PDF in our show notes and on our webpage about early detection and how to perform like at home self breast exams, which are super important.
1: Yeah, definitely. You know, and and it is breast cancer awareness month. So keep your ears open to all the information that's out there. You know, also keep screening throughout the year, not just, not just October. (laughs) And, uh, you know, it just doesn't end after this month. Um, cancer can happen at any time, obviously. So keep that communication going, keep it open um, with your healthcare provider all year long.
0: Yeah, exactly. You're right. And it doesn't just, you know, yeah. So like I do have these families that ask all the time these kind of questions, you know, what kind of staging (laughs) is and and where we're at. And by the way, I do know these answers, but I'm asking more rhetorically because I know that some of the guests that are listening may not know. So go ahead, Doc, tell us a little bit.
1: Yeah, she does amaze me. She's pretty smart, huh? And definitely... Not just a pretty face, um, although you can't really see her face because we're on a podcast and the cartoon is like a drawing. So
0: it's not <laughs> well, you can imagine. But it
1: looks pretty darn close, actually, I'm not going to lie. Um, but like a Swiss Army knife, you know, equipped, full package, all that stuff. All right. Anyways, so, you know, it is important because, you know, the staging, it does help, you know, doctors and patients understand, you know, how much... It's kinda of like how how much how big the cancer is, how far it's spread, and then, you know, also treatment options depend on the staging and, and the spreading as well. And so it, it really helps to make decisions and at times can even give you, you know, a prognosis of of, of how good or bad it, it's going. So it's very important to know staging.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like just for a small example, like some early stages of cancer may only require surgery or radi- radiation while some extensive um, stages of cancer may require chemotherapy or target drug therapy or immunotherapy you know, you're, yeah, or you're, a com- combination. You're,
1: you're absolutely correct and, and so you know the more lymph node involvement the higher the staging and, and so that's how it kind of works but you know a lot of factors determine it and not just the stage but it's definitely an important factor.
0: Yeah so One of the things I get asked kind of often is like, can station these stages like help predict the course? And I know you mentioned that it can help predict the prognosis, but like, how much does that play a role?
1: I mean, I I won't say it's it's really kind of fickle and it kind of is kind of case based. I'd say more so the staging helps, helps tell you how far along it is and then how aggressive it is. And sometimes even again, like you had said earlier, that you had mentioned to uh, you know what treatment options or how aggressive it would be with treatment, and then sometimes staging can tell you almost you know, in, in a in a bad way you know how poor the prognosis is and you know, as morbid as it sounds you know how much time you may have left.
0: It's just another thing in medicine, man. I mean, we kept hearing it a lot in school, especially grad school. Like it depends, right? I always say like everything comes around to like it depends. It's so case by case and specific, but a lot of it depends.
1: Well, not all cancer is staged. By the way, um, you know, leukemia is a major one that's I everything mean, everyone's heard of. It's actually not staged in the way that most cancers are because there's no really tumor in that. Uh, in leukemia, you know it's just mm-hmm. cell cell growth that's out of control. So it, that kind of has its own thing.
0: So how do we determine status and like what are they? Stay tuned after this short message from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere just yet. You're listening to Yogi Doc, a podcast powered by Telethrive. Telethrive provides occupational therapy services in multiple states while specializing in sensory integration, social-emotional regulation, feeding therapies, neuromotor disorders, and pediatric neurodevelopmental disorders, which include ADHD, autism, learning disabilities, and so much more. On this podcast, our healthcare providers become your best friend. Thanks for tuning in to Yogi Dog. Now let's get back to thriving. Oh, All right, picture this: we've done our screening, we followed up with our healthcare provider, and now we're told we have cancer. Oh man! The dreaded C word.
1: What a horrible picture how... this. Why would you why would you do that?
0: I don't know, but because uh, it can happen. How? Yeah, it can happen to anybody. Happens to most people. A lot of people. I feel like a lot of people go through this.
1: I wouldn't so, say most, but there's yeah, a there's well, a ton.
0: Yeah. It was kind of there's kind of a lot. Subject, but yeah, it happens quite often. So, you know, and everybody always thinks it can't happen to them. So we, you know, that's why we need to know these things. So how do we know what stage I am?
1: Well, you know, your healthcare provider, you know, will guide this process. But they have to first understand what's going on too. So that other thing is like we know someone has cancer as a doctor is that's not, is not stop right there. And then we have to, you know, and I when I'm training doctors and you know, I'm training residents and medical students, I do tell them, you know, once you know that there is cancer involved, don't just run in the room and say cancer because you're going to have about 25 to 50 ball of questions and you're not going to know how to answer that. So get more information, go through, you know, other scans and just you can maybe see, you know, where it's coming from and where the spread is. You know all that kind of stuff but you know the process that you know after after patients told they have cancer it is kind of guided by you know by the team of doctors and nurses um you know the process will be you know obviously a good physical exam trying to look at you know every every part of the body you know good you know blood work you know extensive you know you know cat scans or mris or anything like that x-rays um and then if there's you know you always want to try to get a tissue, you know, and try to get a sample of something. So a biopsy, if it's coming from the colon or somewhere in the, you know, in the GI tract doing a, an endoscopy, if it's coming from a skin spot doing a biopsy, um, so you really want to get a sample of tissue. And then, you know, once it's diagnosed and once you know what type it is and how far it's extended, obviously, you're having that discussion keeping the patient obviously informed the entire way and then you know
0: yeah and then this process is like (laughs) it's not just done the first time you're diagnosed it's done when you're diagnosed it's done before you start treatment and after treatment too for restaging as well and these can also be very useful when determining like prognosis which is really determine a lot of times based off like the survival rates, right? For the most the cancers, they look at the, like, the initial stage and they determine at the time of the diagnosis, the survival rates, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's, a uh, it's the pathological stage basically, you know?
0: Yeah. I've heard that, uh, if surgery is the first treatment, then like, instead of calling it the pathological stage, they call it like a surgical stage, which is essentially the same as like the clinical stage correct
1: okay close enough yeah
0: yeah okay so i'm just making sure that that was correct so the clinical stage or surgery stage um when you open up for surgery as well they may de- like the reason why they call it something separate is like the doctor may notice more cancer has spread than what the imaging tests have shown correct
1: yeah so and you know, other different. than surgery some t- some of the treatments for cancer can include you know chemotherapy targeted drug therapy uh, radiation um and, and targeted therapies like the you know you know biological agents that they can use um and sometimes these are done to to shrink uh the tumor kind of like almost like preparing it for surgery so surgery is is easier um and when it's in combination like this it's called uh neoadjuvant therapy and that's very fancy that's yeah well it's just you know teaming up your therapies to make make it easier make it yeah. make it more effective yeah, yeah.
0: So, like understanding a little bit about how that works like let's get into like the specifics of the staging so there's different systems out there but typically fairly commonly used is the tnm system
1: correct um
0: which is from the american joint committee on cancer and the union for International Cancer Control.
1: That's awful. Okay? yeah.
0: Yeah, they maintain the classification, which just means that they help determine and regulate the standards for it. And so what does this really mean? So what the T stands for tumor, the N stands for nodes, meaning lymph nodes, and the M stands for metastasis. I can't metastasis.
1: say it. Metastasis, yeah. Because <laughs> like, Metast- you always hear metastatic, and so you want to say metastasis. I but know, me- like metastasis. I can I mean, today. it doesn't matter how you say it. Metastasis. So, and that just means spreading distantly from the origin. So, yeah, you're, you're right. So that, that TNM is um, kind of like the the gold standard, what everyone kind of likes to use. And, you know, for, for those patients that have been told, like, they have a staging of, of TNM um, that's what what we mean. And so it's, you know, there's a, you're know, basically giving almost like a, like a score for each of those letters, you know, basing on how much of it is positive or negative. So, you know, like the, the T category is assigned a letter or a number. So there's TX, which means you really don't have any information about how big that tumor is, so you can't really see anything. Yeah, not Some, measurable, right? Yeah, not measurable. T0 is you can't find any tumor, so that's, that's good. Um, TIS is. Like, in situ, so it's like a, it's like a you know, fancy, you know, Latin term, but um, basically it means, like, pre-cancer. Um, and so that's, uh, and then there's numbers after that, um, describing the size of it, the T1, T2, T3, and T4, um, with four being the most, like, aggressive spread locally, though. That means yeah, like, so,
0: like, the higher the number, the larger the tumor, correct? Basically, yeah. Okay, okay.
1: And so, and also, did it grow in, in through like more layers of tissue oh. within the local area? So,
0: yeah. well, in the N category, where like the nodes, it's fairly similar with like NX also meaning no information, NO was well, zero also meaning like um, they can't, they don't see anything nearby, does not contain, and like the tissues nearby or nodes nearby do not contain any cancer, but then they also go. To N1, N2, and N3, which is determined by the size, location, and if there's any nearby nodes affected as yeah, well. Yeah, and,
1: and I do wanna uh, clarify one thing, because um, I always get asked, what, what's a node? <laughs> People oh, really ask smart. me. What, they ask me what a node is all the time. So l- let me explain this to you. Like, think of it this way. So you have vessels in your body that carry blood, right? Mm-hmm. Arteries that carry it away from the heart, veins that carry it back to the heart. But then you have vessels in your blood. Or, sorry, in your body, vessels in your body that carry this other fluid, and it's called, you know, lymph or or lymphatic fluid. And to describe that to you, it's like, it's like draining like this clear-looking kind of jelly-like protein-type fluid. Um, and it, the lymphatic system runs, kind of parallel to your, um, I guess, to your blood vessels, it's almost everywhere. everywhere. It's It's almost everywhere, everywhere. yeah. It's almost everywhere. And so, you know, these, they're like like little pipes, right? So like these pipes carry that fluid and they carry these like pockets and those pockets are called nodes, lymph nodes. And so those pockets collect uh, that fluid. And they're everywhere. They're like, you know, they're in your neck, they're in your armpits, in your groin, in your belly, you know, by your lungs. Like, I mean, they're really everywhere. So when cancer cells... And when they, if they invade that lymphatic vessel, that vessel carrying that fluid, they can go and go to those lymph nodes, those, you know, those pockets, and then like, you know inhabit them, basically, yeah. and, then, and then they can spread anywhere from there. And that's why it's not that you have that the cancer is not actually growing in those nodes, but now they've taken it over, and because it's like a center where all these other you know, all the lymphatic pipes go through, mm-hmm. they can just go anywhere they want. You know, and so that's that's what lymph node means.
0: Well, one of the examples um, that I give to a lot of my patients, because I always like to relate it to something that they remember. I'm always like, you know when you have a sore throat and you put your neck up and you feel these like this bump, like a swollen bump under there. That's your lymph node, exactly. like swollen from your.
1: And that's because the infection went from your throat and it went into the lymphatic system and it. Yeah, inv- invaded that. I just
0: feel like that that That's pocket. like the most yeah. common is like when we get a sore throat, right? I mean, I yeah, and you can see, that that really well. you
1: can see anywhere. Um,
0: but yeah, they're everywhere. But you but are. the M
1: category is metastasis. Um you can talk about metastatic cancer when you say that word. And really, there's just two options here: M zero or M one. Uh, M zero meaning meaning that the cancer is spread, uh, and M one. Oh, sorry, that cancer is not spread. M zero means the cancer is not spread, and M one means that it has, and it spreads through. Uh, a couple of different ways, one, either through that that lymph node system, two, through the blood directly, or three, it literally can just jump from one organ to another, and that's called direct seeding.
0: Yeah, and if all of that didn't seem like it was enough, like, as complicated as it can be, we've got another it depends situation, because some of the cancer types, like, the T portion is measured by the tumor size, and in other types, it's measured by whether it's grown into nearby structures so it's like depending on the type of cancer and whatnot depends on how the scale is also going to be used in a way
1: yeah i mean again there's a lot that that depends but you know if you see a small c or small p um, before the category is assigned it just means that um it's you know if it's a clinical or pathological stage um and so that's just again trying to be as more specific as possible um and then you know if there's a lowercase y, it means it's restaged after therapy, after the new therapy, you know, and then there's a, there's lowercase r, it's for a recurrence. These are all just fancy ways to help, you know, be more specific to different clinicians. But, you know, ask these questions to your doctors. You're allowed, you're obviously allowed to know it's your body. So ask what these mean and, and yeah. we will take the time to, to tell you. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I think that's very important. The doctors take the time to explain these kind of things, but That is not the only factors that go into cancer staging so uh, what about the grade and cell type location markers lab tests and even like your somebody's age
1: i mean you know so like it that that becomes a different type of like classing um you know classifying remember the tnm is one way there's multiple ways to stage cancer it's not there's not just one way that everyone has to do with the one way so that's why you can take other details and other data into consideration and then graded based off of that. Um, so there is, you know, low-grade, high-grade, stuff like that, which is exactly how it sounds, you know. Yeah, low-grade
0: um, tends to grow slower, correct? Lower then like and lo- the high less aggressive, grade, yeah, exactly. A little bit more quickly. All right. Well, they're definitely different. So location, 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 right? Location always matters, even with cancer, unfortunately. We kind of need to know some of these things, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, location and, and you know, other, other lab results are very you know, important as well. Um, you know, even in breast cancer, um, the hormone receptors are the, the main ones. So like, you know, the estrogen receptor and the, Mm -hmm. and the progesterone receptor and all that stuff. And then the, um, they call it HER2, um, H-E-R-2 and knowing if that gene is positive. Um, so it really matters.
0: Wow. There's just so much that kind of goes into it, like.
1: Yeah, you're right. You know, t- you know, there's tumor markers from our blood that may contain certain subs- substances. Um, like, for example, PSA, which stands for prostate-specific antigen for prostate cancer. And, you know, lab results are really crucial. Um, you know, even in breast cancer, there's, there's hormone receptor positives, you know, stuff that you need to look for, progesterone receptor, estrogen receptor, stuff like that. Um, and interesting, interesting enough, you know, with some types of cancer, like thyroid cancer, for example, a person's age... Also affects the staging and the outlook, and and how functional their their thyroid gland is affects it as well.
0: Yeah, there's just so many factors that are involved altogether. But combined with the values that you get from your TNM, um, staging is determined and labeled with like Roman numerals, right? So now make sure everybody still knows their Roman numerals, but you go from Roman numerals stages one through four, with stage one being like less advanced, therefore having like a better prognosis and higher stages requiring more intense treatment.
1: Yeah, sometimes staging um, will have letters to subdivide them as well. Um, so you'll have like, you know, 1A, 2A, 2B, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, there's just so much that gets involved with that for sure. And so whenever the like the TNM stage system isn't all, it's not always impro- appropriate, like such, for an example, um, let me think, Hodgkin's and non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, right, are some of the other kind of cancers and things also around the brain. Also, they don't use like a hormonal staging system. Is that correct?
1: Yeah, the the International Federation of the Gynecological and Obstetricians Abstracticians have a system for female reproductive organs. Um, you know, every every cancer has different markers and lab values and stuff like that. That's why you can't always just go off the same the same thing. You know.
0: So. Yeah, yeah. That's why this podcast is just covering like more of the general and the basics for what we're looking for, right? I have another side note for you. Of
1: course, side note. It's
0: a Bill Nye show side note. Okay, let's do that. Okay, one. so um, in understanding cancer and bacteria resistance and vice versa, they had an evolutionary scientist on. How interesting and cool is that? Like understanding evolutionary changes plays a big role in understanding cancer.
1: That's actually really cool. You know, I have a couple of fun facts about Bill Nye. Yeah. When I hear it so before he became like before he game of science was... He applied to be an astronaut a bunch of times and got, and got denied. Isn't, what? That, isn't that crazy? Why but don't I,
0: they want him up there? I have no
1: idea. But the, the, the coolest side note that I thought though was, so his mom was smarter than him. His Is that mom, possible? I, <laughs> so his mom I was meet a his wor- mom. World War II code breaker. What? Um, yeah. So she, like, she had a, you know, she's a. Psychology, you know, psychology masters or a degree, yeah, you know, so this is like doctorate.
0: in their genetics. He yeah, is in their genetics
1: for sure, and she worked, you know, for like the U.S. Secretary of War, and like would break codes, like enemy codes. Like she's a science whiz. Like yeah, this is a and it's a familial thing. Isn't that cool?
0: Yeah, that is really cool. I've always thought of him as like like knowing every single kind of science and whatnot. And I saw on his show he was like talking about some chemistry thing, and everybody like froze. And he's like, "Well, I know chemistry too. I, I might have." Uh, he majored in engineering. He had mentioned in the show,
1: yeah.
0: and I was like, "Dude, this guy is so smart."
1: He is. He's, he's really smart, and and just has smart genes, also. I like. would
0: just love to meet him. Yeah, you know, like and, and I wouldn't even know what to say or what. It, to it's ask really funny because, like, I don't know if
1: you remember um, watching it back in the day, but do you remember what his his uh, his comfort food was? you mentioned. You remember that? Ooh. It's kind of it's 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 really funny because it's very like specific too. Mm it's one not just just one slice of bacon just one
0: what yeah he must be very heart conscious <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness yeah,
1: super super smart guy who's coming from a super super smart you know lineage
0: <sighs> oh man
1: um, his
0: mom's a badass
1: yeah she was
0: <laughs> i love it yeah she love was it. absolutely man like
1: son, yeah you I, love that show don't you oh
0: i do i really do but okay so like now that we have a little bit of an understanding on the staging process, right? What does this mean? We talked about our treatment. We talked about how prognosis is kind of based off of a lot of survival rates in that perspective. Like, what does it mean besides,
1: well, you know, the overall fuck cancer? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I agree with that statement. But, you know, (laughs) well, you know, again, prognosis is described based off of survival rates and just kind of like they take, you know, the average um, of, of people that have that cancer, um, you know, and, and make that, make that call. But, you know, well, what you need to do is you got, you got to tune into part four, um, you know, so we're going to dig deeper into survival rates and and talk about those, those factors that can, can change that one way or the other. And, you know, but also at that, you know, in, in between, you know, or always, you know, talk to your cancer care team, which is, you know, your healthcare providers and make sure you ask those questions to them.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But for now, some other factors that may also um, affect your prognosis depends on, you know, your age, overall health, um, whether the cancer cells have changed, and how the cancer responds to the treatment. So like staging is super, super complex, but there are so many treatment options.
1: There really are. There are that yeah, they really are and it's really complex
0: yeah definitely and for good reason though because this is something that we need to know a lot of the specifics about for sure and um especially when you're when you're trying to think of like what kind of treatments to go on you want you want to make sure you're making the right choice so there's there's they got this own amount of baggage the side effects and all that it, it depends there's so much to consider and to think about
1: yeah and it's important to be thorough because cancer requires some serious treatment you know like surgery chemo radiation all that kind of you know targeted drug therapy all that kind of stuff can even be you know you might need you know stem cell or bone marrow transplants and stuff so there's a lot
0: yeah i think that that's important to mention like there's been such a hype about stem cells and all all of that jazz going on but stem cells is- Like, bone marrow transplant is a form of stem cells, correct? It's like we've been doing this for a little bit of time, guys. Yeah. Yeah. I just got to point that part out. But I can tell you, just like from my personal experience, and for that hormone therapy, man, hormones can really be an unpredictable feeling. So, like, both as a nurse and as an OT, we experience like a lot of different forms of cancer treatment and the support in comfort care, as well as, like, palliative care if needed. But there are, if you didn't know this, since we're talking about, like, different types of specialties within cancer, there are specialties specifically in occupational therapy for cancer. There's oncology occupational therapy that's specific. Oh, really? Yeah. I actually know that. That was definitely something I wasn't aware of when I was a nurse. But then when I went to grad school, I actually had a peer in my class who wanted to specialize in that, and that's how I became more familiar with that
1: so well to simplify you know surgery and radiation are more of a local type of treatment and more systemic you know the ones that cover the other parts of the body are like the drug treatments the chemo uh the immunotherapy or the targeted therapy
0: yeah and we're kind of familiar a little bit with the surgery and kind of what goes on there but the word chemo alone i know definitely frightens a lot of people many people and it with good reason but to break it down, like, chemo is essentially a drug used to treat cancer. And now, yes, we have many different types of drugs, but chemo originally was the original treatment, right, back in the day. Right, right. And it was thought to, it's still thought to be, to this day, the best form of treatment. Um, chemo is known to, in quotes, cure, I'm going to say that in quotes. Big time quotes there. Uh, yes, quotes, Um, cancer by destroying it without it coming back, you know, essentially. So sometimes, quote again, curing, quote, 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 um, (laughs) it isn't possible. And chemo is, when it's not possible to, quote, 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 cure it, it, it's used still to control it by means of like shrinking or managing the tumor and you know, this control may help some of our cancer warriors out there feel better and live longer too.
1: Yeah, and, and not only does the, you know, not only do it control of the cancer though, the chemo can be used as a, as a palliative therapy as well, which just kind of eases the symptoms. It doesn't go away, right? But it can make it easier to live with, especially with people that have advanced stage for, you know, to live for a little bit longer, uh. a little bit of better quality.
0: I can definitely not say this enough, but fuck cancer. Exactly.
1: <laughs> that's why a relationship with your, onco- with your oncologist is vital. Um, if you have been diagnosed with cancer, you know, open communication is um, is key. Uh, you know, ask all the questions and know all your options before you make any decisions. Um, obviously, your your provider will give the best option they think, um, but definitely, you know, you're allowed to ask more and more questions. Um, you know, you have, you know, radiation for example, you know. Um, is like another, another type of therapy. You know, It makes small breaks in the DNA found inside these cells, which keep the cancer cells from growing and dividing, uh, causing them to die.
0: Yeah, and just like a side note, but related, so it's not really a side note, but if there's any chance that you may be pregnant or trying to conceive, like speak to your doctor immediately.
1: And, and really any other health conditions as well. I mean, heart conditions can worsen with, with chemo and... Um, other, you know, hormonal conditions can worsen. Yeah, I just don't want people to get
0: like the diagnosis of cancer and then be like, I'm going to have to conceive right now before I get too much chemo or too much this. And we got to jump to it. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Make a plan with your doctor first, guys. And get get,
1: get different types of doctors involved
0: Yeah, uh, and have
1: them communicate with each other. So
0: I'm full team. So
1: for sure. Now, you know, now targeted therapy can be a combination of treatments that's just more local to the area of the cancer. Um, sometimes a person's own immune system can fight the cancer without immunotherapy.
0: Yeah. And like I mentioned before, we definitely have been hearing more and more and more about stem, cho- stem cell treatments all across the board, especially with this like huge anti-aging trends booming all over the place. You know, um, stem cell transplants have become very popular and we've been doing it for quite some time. Like bone marrow transplants have been around for as long as I can remember. Yeah,
1: I know. And stem cells make other cells. And that's the whole point is stem cells can, you know, they're, they're, they're what make other cells grow, turn to it. So they can make, you know, like, like, like for example, like red blood cells, you know, or white blood cells and, and, and platelets. And there's a rich, you know, you know, rich you know, amount of stem cells, um, in the bone marrow, which is, you know, that spongy part of, of the inner part of your bone i mean your long bones like your you know your shin you know your tibia is the shin and your femur which is like you know your upper leg your yeah. arms
0: and so. i definitely know about this being like very very painful um to to go through so that a lot of times they use general anesthesia for it and then they have to go sometimes they have to go in and harvest multiple times to receive like enough bone marrow for stem cells to have enough for the purpose to use the stem cells to transplant to replace the bone marrow all at the same time that are destroyed by the cancer. So, you know, it, it's a big process. Are you, are
1: you saying the transplant is painful or the, do- or the donating part is painful?
0: The transplant, well, the donating, all of it. The donating is
1: okay. not that painful, actually. Um,
0: And just the transplant part? Yeah, the
1: donating part, they me take, that they just it's take really a really painful, a, a kind of a small needle and they put it in your hip. And your hip's not that far. It's not that deep.
0: Yeah. You know, well, I've heard mostly the on the transplant and... side how, like, how the painful that part is. The transplant part's is probably more
1: painful, but the donation part's actually not. Like, wow. Like, you go home in 20 minutes.
0: What? Yeah. Man, yeah, modern science.
1: Well, <laughs> um, Just you know, there's, a, there's different types, and there's a lot to consider when deciding. Um. So I know we sound like a broken record here, but, you know, keep that communication going. Ask questions, you know?
0: Yeah. I, I don't feel like we can say that enough, but... Uh, then there's this hormone therapy option. So definitely tell me a little bit more about that.
1: Um well look first let's break down what a hormone is. Um you know hormones are just proteins that our body makes and they have a job to do. And then they go and they signal the cells, you know, what work to do. And so some parts of the body depend on hormones. Um and you know, to function properly, it's not just it's not just sex hormones. That's what everyone's brain goes to. <laughs> um, you know, thyroid, insulin, adrenaline—these are all kinds of hormones, and they all have a job. Um, so now, some cancers will depend on hormones as well, and they'll grow. And so, hormone therapy can can help slow or stop or block the growth of these cancers. Um, you know, basically blocking their you know growth and and. And you know it'll attach them to the cancer's um, you know, cell receptors, and uh, it's kind of this—you know—it's more of a systemic approach.
0: So, if I'm correct, understanding this correctly, so breast cancer would be an example. That,
1: that's 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 a great example. Um, there's two types of receptors: estrogen and progesterone receptors. Um, another other ones that you can use it on are, you know, prostate cancer, um, endometrial cancer, um, and adrenal cancer as well.
0: Yeah there's just so much all around i mean there really is and we've been discussing mostly just like the basics like i can't imagine i just get so much but one day any of us could be hearing that dreaded c-word for sure you can't we'll, we'll, we'll think what again oh the cancer word okay okay I... the cancer word You
1: see where the guy it's you're like, like wait a minute and your whole
0: world changes and I don't want anybody to think like, Oh, it can't happen to me. Like we need to know these things. There's, there's so many new things to learn and there's big decisions to make. There's new lines of communication. And so like, yes, there is going to be a shock factor, but you have to remember like this can happen to anybody at any time and we need to be prepared. There's, there's just
1: absolutely so freaking much. I'm telling you. No, there, there really is. not so, um, and so I want to get back to how screening is so vital. Um, you know, with it being Breast Cancer Awareness Month, you know, make sure you grab that resource from last week's show notes um, yeah. and do your own breast exam.
0: Yeah, such a great point. Jeez, man, what the fuck, cancer! Virtual high five because you just finished another episode of Thriving Tuesday with Yogi Doc. Did that. Go so by way too fast for anyone else if you want more or would like to be a guest head over to our website and check out our show notes our blog and even register for our newsletter and don't forget to contact us to join our community check us out on social media at yogidoc.tt and show some love by hitting subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast Another way you can support our podcast is through PayPal.me/Yogidoc, and by checking our Amazon recommendations. All links are in the description. Remember to check with your own healthcare provider. This has been a Yogi Doc production, powered by Telethrive. Until next time, explore your wonder and keep thriving.